Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. I'm sitting next to my new pillow. Yes, and I'm in the bathroom again. I Welcome know. to another episode of Inside the Closet. Here we are. Hold on. Here we are. I'm far away from my computer when I'm moving my man. Um, so we have more ghost story follow-ups and uh, yes. plenty to talk about, but... The reason why, for our Patreon listeners, the reason why we couldn't do video today, um, Emma, would you care to explain? So there's no there's no Spectrum Wi-Fi in California right now, and I don't I it went out yesterday, and we thought it was just our apartment building, but I guess something with the fires or something. There's no Spectrum in California. Supposedly there's no Spectrum other states too, but that's all I know. And I gotta tell you, not being able to check. The internet is driving me nuts because well, usually on my phone, phone, usually my my the phone's off going line is going like really really slow too. So I I like walk because my I don't get very good reception in my apartment anyway. So I like walked around trying to find where I could down go on CNN, but I can't check it from the apartment. I, and I normally is, check it. I didn't know that you were such day. a big CNN. I check like, CNN buff or whatever. I'd say I used to check it like once every other day before Corona, and then I started checking it like two to three, two to five, five to six, and now I check it. Like I check CNN every. I just refresh it constantly. Do you do that? No, I think that brings me really? unnecessary stress. The problem with CNN, along with Fox and MSNBC and all that stuff, is like the consumption of of news and information. It's too mm. much, and it's yes. too in too much variety. Like yes. you know, hearing about Trump, hearing about Beirut, hearing about you know, protests, hearing about coronavirus, hearing about, like, just all day, every day, you start to believe that everything is out of your control, and it's like, well, I, to, in my, I don't think that humans were supposed to ingest that much information, because right. it, it causes anxiety, because we're really only supposed to know, is my family okay, am I healthy, so the way I, I take in the news, obviously I watch things on CNN or whatever, but like everything's breaking news. I, I listen to, I watch just PBS NewsHour every day. And you do? My mom does that. Well, it's one hour. What? And it's just the news. It's, I know what's happening in the world. I don't feel fear when and anxiety, but I'm just learning what's happening. Yeah, because they speak so monotone. Normally, like see, like the the network TV is usually like and da, 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 the explosion that ended everybody's life. And da, 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 AIDS is back in your face. Da, da. Well, but then because I PBS think, is much calmer. By the way, um, there is a Red Cross for Lebanon right now. Um, mm. I have the link up in my story, but it'd probably be gone by the time you get that. But if you just Google Red Cross Lebanon, you can donate money there's other places that you can donate money to but right now they're really looking for any kind of money you can give because the city was it would be the 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 explosion that happened there would be the equivalent of all of manhattan's windows being busted open wow. that's how big I, it, manhattan parts I'm of such jersey an idiot. most I, of brooklyn i thought it was I, I'm such an idiot. I thought when you said Red Cross that it was like we, they would take blood donations, and I was like, how would they get all our blood over there? But well, the, Red... you know, uh, pigeon carriers now. Yeah. Um, no, but it's very serious what's going on over there. Not yeah. to like be CNN right now, but there there are ways that you can help, and I it seems questionable what actually happened. Because well, first of all, the president said it was an attack, which is so 
dangerous oh, he for did? him. Well, he See, said, I haven't had the news all day. Tell me what's going on. Well, I didn't they, know about they, that. I, was watch, I do watch CBS News, um, and they said that... Okay, the truth comes out. Well, the, the president was doing a White House briefing, and someone asked him about Beirut and what's happening in Lebanon, and he said that he spoke to his experts, and they said it looked like an attack, which is very oh. dangerous. You're not supposed to say that you're just right. supposed to say we don't know all the information yet right now our, we're looking our into primary, it we're looking into it and our primary focus is helping citizens of da 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 you know you don't want to because if you say it it's already so politically so heightened over there right that you don't want to create any more stress to an already stressed out government and sure. population it's one thing to have like say some say my toilet exploded it'd be one thing if there was like a plumbing problem another thing would be like well you Russia's trying to get you or something like well, that. And then you're like, wait, I, what? D- definitely there's confusion as to what happened because the government's saying it was a fireworks factory and now people are saying, no, it was a warehouse where they had, uh, I forget the chemical, but like it's supposed to be stored and something might have acted. People like don't, they don't have any affirmative answer yet. Still, this is also a, we're on Wednesday, so who knows by right. tomorrow. Um, but that's all I saw from... But I watch that. I will watch like CBS News. I will watch PBS NewsHour. And every once in a while, I watch Rachel Maddow because I find that, of course, I want to give in to the temptation and like, please spoon feed me what I want to hear and give me an opinion. Right. But she actually does a she's lot of. She's very thorough, too. She's thorough and she does a lot of history lessons. Right. So sometimes she starts, like when she was talking about Brexit. She did about 15 minutes talking about how the EU came together after World mm. War I and World War II and what that looked like and why we have an EU and why it's a part of the European Union. The whole thing. So, you you know, you start to really learn about yeah, history great. and the significance of what Brexit means and with, you know, England leaving and all that stuff. So, um, God, we got so political so quickly. Um, well, didn't you used to watch the mor- Didn't you used to watch morning news too? I used to watch Morning Joe, but I could only watch the first fifteen minutes of it. But now mm-hmm. it's because it's so ridiculous. You're just completely. It is the most ridiculous show. I love that show, you know, um, Joe and Mika. But I mean, they are just. It, it, Joe goes off on these tangents. They're care. Mm-hmm. It's an SNL sketch at this point. I mean, not you, they right. have to fill four hours, and so. You know, you it, the, the, there's only so much news you could talk about at the beginning of each day. Right. So they spend about three and a half hours just talk like passionately talking. Four hours is like a lot, and I'm a talker, but that's that's a lot, especially when it's like under the guise of news. Like that's I one thing now when I'm watching so much news is or reading so much of it is actually it's what's weird is. I'm, I actually am not getting overwhelmed. What I'm almost, de- I'm getting like desensitized to it. So like when I read stuff, it's like I won't even necessarily take it in because it's like another headline, another headline. Like this, you know, someone died from a shark attack. This has happened, this happened. So when there were the, the Beirut the other day, I actually like didn't even click the article. I just was like, read, 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 read. And then I went back and then I had to watch the video two times to be like, wait, what the hell? Did, like, what just happened? But it was just like another, it's just like I'm taking in so many headlines that I'm not, I think it's a coping mechanism to not get overwhelmed. I'm just like not getting overwhelmed by it. But that's not really good either because then I'm not really taking in what's going Like, I, well, I didn't. Yeah, you're, it's take hard to in. sort of sympathize it's so with much. what's going on because we're so, everything it's is treated so as many the things. same. It's a little like cancel culture where like mm. in my opinion right now and I'm this is my opinion hedging this with this is my Who's opinion. opinion 
<laughs> this is my thing. Like, right now, Ellen is being treated with the same kind of anger that a lot of people who have done a lot worse are being treated with. Mm. I'm not saying Ellen's a great person, but Ellen's mm. just not nice. But she's mm. getting the same treatment, same anger, and same wrath on Twitter that people who have done really bad things have got. So it's like I think that people feel betrayed by her, so they're not even like being aware of how that that you know it's like she didn't. She's re- I mean, I also haven't re- I haven't like done deep dives into her what people are saying she did, but but the crux of it is basically that she's cruel, can be very cruel, and is a tough work environment. But I think it's like people are like, yeah, people are treating it in line with other. I mean, if it well, co- it's, yeah. it's 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 like CNN. It's like um, Trump in that HBO interview, which was ex Axios. What's the name of that fucking show? I mean, it's incredible to watch because he's just so stupid. But that's being, you know, we get watch that, then you watch Beirut, and then you watch this, and you watch that. everything's treated with the same. Um, and a woman was eaten by a shark in Maine. That that did get around, didn't it? Because someone else brought it that did. up. It did. And I, I, who was I talking kept to? We said like it was a financial. Yeah. It was like they a kept financial it up advisor like it was dies from shark, and it's like, what are we gonna? Yeah. Why? Someone I was watching was talking about that because it is true. You're like, why would you watch that and be like, oh, well, I'm not a financial advisor, so I can go swimming with shark. Like, what was the point of right. saying her job? Right, 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 right. Like, what was the point? Who right. was I talking to about that? Something. Oh, that's kind of messed up they included. Yeah, because they, well, it kept popping. If Whoever it was probably looked at CNN because it would be, like, down at the bottom and then it would be, like, back up at the top. I was like, was it another shark? I'm like, oh, okay, it's the same, same woman, same thing. I just want to say. on the coast of Maine chomped. I just want to say with the news, and I always go back to Fran Leibowitz, she brought up a great point where mm. this is the news now. And like in the New York Times, a bomb goes off in Afghanistan. The first three paragraphs are like on a dusty road in a small town. By the That's third what P- paragraph, I think PBS it says, is like. A bomb has gone off. The bomb is the news, the rest of it right. is the writer. And so we've become consumed with not the news. But we've become consumed the with the the host. What is PBS News like? Because to me, let me tell you, I have very vivid memories of PBS. <laughs> PBS One, news, because my parent, my parents always watched PBS. But I remember because I we we've talked about how we both loved the TV show Wishbone, so I loved that, and That's I couldn't believe PBS Wishbone. loved it. I couldn't believe PBS had anything I liked because my parents would be watching PBS and that would prevent me from watching cartoons. So I hated PBS. I hated it. Is you don't they don't speak in a boring manner? Like do they have a little pep to it now? Well, I guess the bigger question for me to you is when you watch mm. the news, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a oh, great question? Are you looking for a spectacle? Are you looking for I or never are you looking watch for information? it. I only read it. I only read it. I I only read it. I only read the news. I never really watch it. I mean, sometimes I was watching when they would do the Corona briefings when Cuomo. I always say his name wrong. Is it Cuomo or Cuomo? Cuomo. Cuomo. Okay, I always say it wrong. Um, Cuomo. I would watch him do the briefings like as they were happening in real time. But other than that, I I just I can, I just read the news. So I I guess I'm just lo- I'm looking for like. I'm looking to see what's happening because I'm never really entertained. The news is never entertaining. Well, the me. news what the news shouldn't be entertaining. I think that's where be. the confusion started happening is people the, felt they needed to be entertained, be entertained by the news, and it's like the news isn't supposed to be entertaining. It's supposed to be information. 
true crime shouldn't be entertaining either, and I get entertained by that. So that's why I'm like different though. True true crime is, is something that is sensational in the sense that it's something that is it's rare to have murder like that, and you're sort of going in this investigation. It's not really relevant to the larger population at hand. It's not the same no. as coronavirus. It's not the same as financials. Right. It's not the same as the house market. Like, it's right. it's a it's a it's weird that we've sensationalized things like murder, and we sell books and make tons of money off of it, yep. and love these these murder shows. And who's your favorite murderer? You know, you hear people say that. Right. Which is so sick, but you know, people have always been obsessed with murder. But PBS News yeah, is just a boring yeah. blonde woman who gets on mm. and talks about the news. That's it. Today, is Trump she in her fifties? She's probably 60s? in her late fifties, or yeah, something okay. like that. Just by herself. Well, I don't know what the name, what her name is actually. Let me look that hmm. up. That's interesting. Let me look up. Yeah, I know PBS my mom news watches Hour that. Host. Okay, PBS News. And PBS is self-funded. PBS isn't... There's no ads on it, right? Judy Woodruff. I mean, even her name is... Boring. Oh, my God. That motherfucker. My mom... Yeah. Oh, That's who my mom watches. Judy Woodruff is on. They do just something... Like Judy Woodruff. They, they do something interesting. They bring in two guys every... I think it's maybe every other day or maybe every night, but sometimes weekly where it's... Um, one's Republican and one is Democratic. And they're given, they give their opinions on what's happening in the news based off each side, usually about Trump or Mitch McConnell. Um, oh, that's interesting. But it's, but it's like they don't argue, they don't scream, they don't yell. They just give their opinion on what is happening sort of in the world right. of Republican. And it's, it's how news should be consumed. It's one hour. I watch it. I learn what's happening in the world. I go about my day. Mm. Morning or night? At night. It's at night, yeah. You can watch it in the morning if you want to. Are we too serious right now? No, I don't know. I mean, it just uh, is what it is. It is what, uh, it, is what it, it is. It is what it is. In other news, my pillows from Target came yes. in, so I'm really excited about oh, that. Oh, nice. Are you so excited about how your apartment's set up? Yes, I'm in my living room all the time, and I'm super happy about it, and I'm super excited, and I'm, I super love it. Are you just like dancing around the apartment? The, when I first lived alone, when I very first lived alone, I know you've lived alone plenty of times before, but when I first like lived alone and was in like a space that I liked, I, I would like kind of like I would just like walk through the room and then like walk back and like check it out, like I, like yes. like it was like a person. Like I'd walk through and then I'd like double back and be like, oh, I literally nice. do the same thing. I walk yep. in and now I get my nana, I get my Italian grandmother putting plastic on the couch and not letting people go in the room. Sure. I'm like, oh, you've got I it set it up. Yeah. I, now, I, once it's set up, I don't want anyone touching it. Like, okay. Right. Like, let's make it look nice now. Keep everything clean. Where are you exercising in the apartment? In my kitchen right now. So I bring my bench, mm. my weird Russian bench. It's falling. What's your up. bench? It's like a bench, like a, you know, like a bench, but it's like from some weird Russian, some Slavic company, which is clearly a knockoff and it's falling apart. Like, even me doing chest, I'm like, whoa like i'm like not balanced properly because um, that's why you need the why you need those things because i didn't realize how important they are until i started doing them with the um trainer yeah i definitely i you know what i need okay if anybody is listening and lives in the new york city area mm. i need to find a gym that i could sneak into all these gays are sneaking into gyms or like finding some sort of deal i'm like i've been patient how are they getting since in march there? but I literally have nothing to do, and I, I like to work out. So if anyone has any well, insider, just DM me. I've, snu- I've been sneaking into a gym. Say that again, Emma. Your voice cut out. 
I've been sorry. I just switched it on my ear, but I've I've been sneaking into a gym. Emma, can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me? Miss Wilman. I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about. Okay, there we go. Definitely, I can hear you way better. Oh, great. All right, guys, we're back. I mean, I think we should keep all this, and if everyone hates yeah, we're it, gonna... so sorry. Yeah, listen, listen. This is, you know, there's no gloss here. There's none. There's no. This, this I even is... said when you were, uh, I said this is. If anyone's a true Inside the Closet fan, they know that this is the, this is the way this podcast goes. We have sound. Which I'm going to tell you guys. We've had the same core base for about two years now, mm-hmm. and we're holding strong. Mm-hmm. And there's a good chunk of us, and we appreciate you guys so much. Are you kidding? And they're, they're every, you guys are literally everything to us. I can't even tell you how yeah. many times Emma and I have been like, we have the best fans in the world. You guys are the greatest. You've stuck with us through, through thick, not in a good way, and thin, not in a good way, as in either ends of it, we've had problems. <laughs> so thank you. Because when, when people say that when they get married, they go, oh, you're going to be through thick and thin. What does, what does that mean? Is it well, the good the times and bad? Well, it's never going to be exactly what you think. Like, you know, it's like, right. I, I don't know if that comes from, like, baking. Like, the batter shouldn't be too thick, but it shouldn't be too thin. You're looking for the right consistency, oh. right? So, like, whether it's thick or thin, you're still going to get that cake in the end. I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I thought it was, I thought it meant, like, sometimes you gain weight and sometimes you lose weight. No. Or maybe, uh, I don't know. Let's look up where did th- through thick or thin. Because through... I thought it meant like, I thought, it, I thought it was like thick and thin, good times and bad. But then also, just as a heads up, sometimes you're I'm thicker and sometimes I'm thinner. I'm going to tell you right now, Mateo, I'm going to try to get in the best shape of my life. I need to do the same thing because, um, uh, you know. I worked out doing the gym. I... I complained so much because it was just me and him. So if it's just me and one other person, um, and I know the person, so I'm comfortable with them, right. I complain. Like at one point, I just started walking away, and he was like, where are you going? And I just was like walking towards the window, and then I like, like there was there's a um, like a dummy that they use for kickboxing, mm-hmm. and I just like held the base of the dummy and was like, I hate exercise. I hate this. I hate this. And then he was, he was like, you have 10 seconds. And it, but like, I just was like, between every weightlifting thing, I'd go, ah! so yeah. just. Did you record yourself for the Patreon? Because I would pay to watch that. It's funny. It's, it's just funnier, too, because the trainer's like very like, okay, Emma. <laughs> By the way, again. the phrase originated through, thick, uh, through thicket and thin wood. Which was a what? straightforward, literal description of any determined process through the thick English countryside. Well, I thought it was about, that's how gay I am, that I was like, it's got to be about cake batter. <laughs> Isn't it? So the it means like, it, does it mean like if you and I are going on a walk, sometimes the thicket would be thicker and more annoying and sometimes it's thin oh. and then it's easy to walk? Is yes, that what it means? I think you're right. Huh. Well, you learn something new every day. I heard that there was a storm in New York. Yeah. What happened? It was wild. Yesterday, we got like the tip of a tropical storm, which a tropical storm is basically a hurricane. It's like a step below a hurricane. It's like a, anyway, or maybe that's a tropical depression. Anyways, um, but it was very rainy and very windy, but it was so on the last of everyone's list of things like. The fact that there was literally a tropical storm blowing through, right? People were like, "Whatever, I don't care." Right. Like, 
Fine. Go ahead. Fine. We don't yeah. care. Is the storm going to go viral? Is it going to infect us in ways we don't even know? Because if not, fine. fine. We don't get... Welcome. Welcome. Right, we welcome welcome to 2020. We don't, we don't give a fuck. We don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. Are, have you... Are you still not doing any Zoom shows? No, I'm not doing Zoom shows. My shows in upstate New York got canceled. Obviously, we yep. all talked about that. And then I had shows in Kentucky that were happening, excuse me, at the end of August. Those all got canceled. So yes. I have in Kentucky? to do. Yeah. Where in Kentucky? I don't remember. I've never done. I've never been to Kentucky. Shout outs to Kentucky. Shout outs to Kentucky. I mean, I I, was, I don't never, know. I might. I want to get my license so I could like drive home to Chicago and see my yeah, family. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. I I don't know if you can get it now because they might not be. I think the DMV is closed. Yeah, I'm pretty much. I am literally stuck. I have no way of getting into Europe. I can't get into a gym. Can't go home right. to Chicago. So can you can what about do they do like trains? Yeah, but it's like a 23 hour train ride or something like that. I think if you fly, the problem is you have to fly back into New York and sign like an affidavit or something at the airport promising that you're going to quarantine for two weeks. And I think you have to do the same in Chicago. So if I want to follow the rules, which I want to, I want to be good. I'd have to quarantine for two weeks in Chicago and then quarantine for two weeks back in New York. And it's like, I just got my like the ability to leave my home and feel right. normal and see friends. Like, I don't think I could do another month of quarantine for three days to see, you know? Yeah. I don't know how you've been doing it in New York. I really don't. Cause like, I'll, I'll keep on looking at like apartments in New York just to like kind of get a tempo of what's going on and the amount of apartments that are opening up. Cause I think there's just so many people that are like heading out. Everyone's because, leaving New York. But I think this is what I sincerely believe. The thing is, is like if I was like a real estate investor, this is the time. This would be the time to buy because buy because the infrastructure of New York maybe it won't go back up to the bubble that it was in for a while. There's the Wall Street is still there, NYU, the colleges, location, location, location. New York will thrive again. Well, I think it's less about people who have billions and more about people who just live paycheck to paycheck. The paycheck to paycheck Absolutely. can't live in New York City. And, oh, you know, unless I did that TBS show recently, I wouldn't right. be able to live in New York City. Right. So. Well, that's what I don't get, because it's like, if they're going to stop everything, and you can't go back to work, but then they're going to stop doing the unemployment, uh-huh. then I don't know what, like, it's like, you can't, it's nothing changed. I can see stopping doing the unemployment if all of a sudden there was a cure for corona and there was like a couple months buffer and then no one wanted to go back to work because of unemployment then. But they're like, well, people don't want to go back to work because of unemployment. And it's like, and also still fucking corona. Right. Uh, we keep, it's like, every time there's a solution, we're always kind of like, oh, but the pandemic. Right. The pin, it's, uh, like the, like, oh. it's like a house guest that still won't leave. It's like we're all like trying to figure out what to do. And it's like, well, the fucking elephant's still it in the room. It is a house guest put, that won't. It's a dumb, it stupid, leave. drunk house guest that every time you think they're gone, they've pissed in a corner yeah. in another room. <laughs> and you're like, this is not the bathroom. Who invited you? We literally didn't even invite you. Who invited you and what is it? And it's just, and you're just like, yeah. Oh, here it goes. You just keep trying to wind the conversation down. Like, well, all right, you know. I'll never forget in Chicago when I was 19 or 20 or something like that, my friends Sophia, Anais, and uh, Denise, they got, we all got this, I mean, I wasn't living there, but I was living there basically, a house in, um, it was like on Belmont Pulaski, like way out in the middle of nowhere. How old were you? 
Uh, I was 19, I think, or 20. Okay. Like Ooh, what a, what a fun age in retrospect. Uh, looking back. I mean, it's tough. Great age. But they had a, we had right. a Christmas party, and our friend, Wei, who I, I've not talked to Wei in a long time, but I love Wei. She had mm. these three girls with her. They came in. We did not know them. They were drunk. They, they were a tornado. They came in. They were corona. They, they were. They came in. They drank all the drinks. They went in the bathroom, shut the door, screaming, yelling, broke the bathroom. We literally, the door opened. The, you know, the towel rack is off and the curtain rod is off. And what one of them throwing doing? up in the, and then the, yep. and I was like, oh my God. And then they left as quick as they came. I was like, oh my God. Who are those bathroom party people? Because I've. I have memories, and also 19 is a fun year in retrospect, but also it definitely is a hard, it's hard, but it's like everything you do feels new. Like when you're like, yes. oh, my friends, my friends have a house. Like think how fun that must have been being like, wow, my friends are having a party and like there's no adults here. And like, that's like cool. Like you, I remember you hit the nail on the head. being so excited yes. and then drinking large amounts of alcohol and small amounts of time so I could be home for curfew. And I had, I remember there was some a couple people's like it's always like shuffling around people's parents are out but i'd been the person this friend of mine had a crush on a guy and i remember we'd like go to a party at his house and then we go in the bathroom to like talk about how she's gonna like hook up with him and then but we'd never but there are then there's the people that just go party in the bathroom fuck everything up in the bathroom mm-hmm. and you're like what was that your goal like in the car where you're like all right you go to the sink shit in it uh-huh. you take the toilet like rip it off like you get this you get the other stuff like are, i don't know if they're planning that or like why there was like blueprint plans like in home alone yeah. when they're like sort of exiting in the house like okay we're gonna do this in this room and you just i you hit the nail on the head emma the fact when you're young everything is new to you it's a new experience yep. and unfortunately i've reached an age where a lot is not new and i'm this, yeah what even what would be new to, you know what would be new right now for one of us if one of us like owned a car, I know that sounds crazy to people that don't live in New York, but like owning a car or like a, like a owning something, that'd be new to me. Well, owning a couch, I've never owned a couch before, <laughs> so that's a, it's exciting to have a couch. God, See, I, I got more. a really nice couch, but I, my mom bought it for me, so it didn't feel like my own. Couch is a couch, girl. I would, if, if one of my I know. bought me oh, a couch, I, I'd take the goddamn couch. I mean, wait, I did buy a couch once. I bought. I remember I was in an Airbnb and I was moving and I was like, oh, are you, the, the girl was like, I'm moving too. And I was like, I'll buy this couch. So I bought the couch from her. And then when I was trying, when I was living with that girlfriend who wouldn't leave, she was like, Corona. the final, the final thing. Yeah. Corona number one, the final thing she was like, well, I can't leave because I don't have a couch. What? And she already had another apartment and everything. And I was like, I'll give you my couch. And she was like, well, I can't leave. I can't pay get the couch out and i was like i'll get the couch out for you so i gave her my couch and then my mom's friend gene had this like you it was one of those things where it's like a couch a couch is a couch they all look the same to me for some reason they were like this couch is fancy and gene was like and i'll give it to you for three thousand dollars and i was like no i will never spend three thousand dollars on a couch what are you talking about? And they were like, "You oh, this couch for $3,000? Oh, it's such a deal. Mateo, it looked like a normal couch. There's no, like it. And my mom was like, you cannot pass up on that couch. What? Like you have, yeah. She was like, like, I think Jean got down to like 2000 But I was like, I was like, I'll pay $50 for the couch. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not buying an expensive right. couch. 
and then my mom ended up getting it for me so i never felt like pride in it i i resented the couch because i was like i'd rather just have i don't need if remember that you've seen the couch in my, my studio the gray one that okay yeah very expensive i mean it is nice but by the way that studio is great it is but i also oh, why is my alarm going off what am i supposed to it's, oh that's right um i think well that couch is for whatever reason that couch was every that's a fancy couch it is a fancy couch my couch is looks fancier than it is but it goes well with the room. But I do agree. Your couch like, looks great. I'm trying to think of like things that are new. Like when I was 15 and started going to Italy and like meeting my family there and staying with friends there and like learning the language, I was just so, everything was just so exciting and so new and yep. different. And like, I, and I don't know what brings on that sensation of newness anymore. I mean, it does sound a little depressing. I'm not saying it in a depressing way, but like, I think we're gonna have to try mushrooms. No, I would. No, I, David Drake and I, who's a great comedian, if you don't know him, follow him. David Drake comedy, he's so funny. He just said to me, he's like, you should, because I don't like drugs. He's like, you should try. No, I would never acid. Try. And I was like, you no. know, Dave, I no. love you, but I, I can't even handle too much espresso in a day. I can't. Amen. I can't in good conscience do acid. But I'm trying to think, what yeah. can I do to sort of like revive that feeling of new, like. You're right. Like being 21 and being able to go to bars, and I, in Chicago, I was discovering Boys Town, and I was discovering hookups, right. and I was discovering gays, and right. what I'm into. And the, I mean, there was so new, new. It's overstimulating. It was like new, 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 new. And then I'm to New York. New, 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 new. Like open so mic much and comedy. New. This new, 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 new. And now it's yep. like, oh, what's new? Like Fortnite. Right. Okay. Right. That's about it. It doesn't, but then it's also like something new that you feel like you're like, it's like, I never knew how much time everything took. So I was always like, this is new. And then what's the next thing? Yeah. But I never really like, I don't even know. The last time I felt, oh, I felt new spending more time in LA. You know what it is too? It's just as you get older and less things feel new, you anticipate things more too. So you're like, okay. I'm going to do this and then this might happen. But you, it's like we kind of like curb our expectations of stuff too. Yeah. It's not like, wow, well, I'm getting groceries and da, da, da. it's like, all right, fucking what else? What can we do, Emma, that's something that we can challenge, challenge each other to like have a new sensation? Should we become um, straight? <laughs> no. Yeah, this sounds horrible. Although I had a funny dream the other day. It was really weird. It was Gabrielle from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, who we did her podcast mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. So it was, there was like some actor and he was wanted me to meet up with him. And and I was like, oh, I'd love to. And then everyone was like, you know, when he meets up, and he looked like kind of like the rock, like, when he meets up with people, he hooks up with them. And I was like, oh, well, he not with me, I'm, you know. Uh, you know he knows I'm gay and they're like oh no everyone knows that and that's what he's thinking he hooks up with lots of gay women and I was like nah and then it was like something like well you have to I was like but I want to learn from him and so then I was like all right maybe I'll meet up you with him you want to learn from him oh I see okay I was something uh, it was like, a little hazy you learn to trick lesbians to okay and then it was like I was like learning about his acting or something and then Gabrielle was like you cannot go meet up with him like he, he like that's crazy like he like he she was like and she's like and he's really dumb he's like so he might not know you're gay like he's really slow and then she came with me and while we were going i called ashley 
and I was like, I'm meeting up with this actor, and she's like, oh, I just met up with him. And then Gabrielle was like, you should ask, because he only meets up with people to hook up. So I called her back, and I was like, hey, you didn't hook up with him, did you? And Ashley was like, business is business, or something like that. And then I was like, what the fuck? And then I, like, flipped out, and then... Uh, that was and then and then Ashley was mad that I thought you hooked up with him. That was the dream. I was like, well, I'm Gabrielle, this is about like, did you hook up with him or not? No. Oh. No. But I mean, it was still Boo. really weird. But I'll tell you. I'm kidding. Can you imagine? I, I think of I think Gabrielle was so nice to me during Crazy X that I think that she's like a like a savior figure in a dream in like an unknown territory. She's like a. Someone said everyone like a, in our dreams is ourselves. It sounds I profound, so I'm willing to believe it. But no, I heard that too. I, I guess it would be. It's a, our imagination. It's a manifestation of our thoughts and beliefs in ourselves. So right? I'm, I'm the guy too. Well, I don't think it's as. Li- I, I also don't think dreams are super literal, right? Right, right, right. What was? So did we have a ghost story? Yes. Okay. So follow okay. that ghost story. Yes. Let me open it up right now because. And you haven't seen any ghosts since I've then? I've not seen any ghosts since then. And I'm waiting for more UFO stories. And I want more UFO stories than ghost stories, but it is what it is. Okay. Well, we should have on Shannon, who um, she is one of the producers at Gas Digital. She has a show about ghost stories. Oh, so we should have her on. Because she doesn't know if she believes either. And because she asked me if I had any ghost stories. And I was like, no, I don't even let my mind go there. Right. And that's when Ashley piped in with her crazy ass ghost stories so um bethany says i i wish i still had a picture of the bite mark in to inside the closet i listened to the podcast where you read my story i wanted to specify a few things you stopped on i say trapped souls because i believe spirits left behind are truly trapped where they are stuck on the property Mm. where they died and when i say Mm. the spirit is more active when the grandkids are around the bite mark was left on my cheek when i was in middle school far before any of my siblings had children. So that time there were no children around. He was very active back then and when I was younger, but over the years has not been as active until the kids come mm. around. Maybe he feels like he can communicate better with people when they're younger. Or does he not commu- does he communicate with the kids too? Or is a kid? Yeah, it's a kid maybe. This sounds like one of Ashley's ones. And she said the same thing where it was like a Someone from the house who is stuck in the house. Well, that's the idea of purgatory, like unfinished business, being stuck and not right. knowing. And then people who do, quote unquote, know how to talk to ghosts say, you have to tell the ghost you're dead, you can move on because they don't know they're dead. That's the theory behind it. Well, I'm not trying to break that news. Well, someone's got to. Otherwise, they're walking yeah, around but talking if you... to no one. If you told me I was dead, I'd be like, get the fuck, what? Well, I think and then I'd be they, like, I'm not dead, you're dead. I, that is true. By the way, in The Sixth Sense, if you've not seen it, I mean, too late. But I remember my mom, <laughs> I was like, Ma, you got to watch The Sixth Sense. And she she knew right when the movie started. She's like, oh, Bruce Willis must be dead. I was like, really? how the fuck did you know that? I was like, what? She knew. Have you seen Nate Bergazzi's joke about that? No. It's really funny. Okay, so he's a comedian who used to live in New York, and now Tennessee. he lives in Tennessee, but, like, tours all over. The- he's got two Netflix specials. He had... I remember seeing him do the joke, and it's on one of the specials, and I'm totally paraphrasing, but he's talking about arguing with his wife, and then he, like, compares it to The Sixth Sense, where, like, guys wa- like were watching it. Like, they didn't even think that... They thought it was more likely 
that the woman was just pissed off at the guy and didn't talk to him for like 20 years than the fact that it was a ghost. Like they were like, yep, that's getting the cold shoulder from, you know, and then it was, I'm totally paraphrasing it, but it's a good joke of his. His his jokes are hard to retell because his cadence is very hard to mimic. So I've never been able to there's i have never been able to like read well, yeah, sometimes it's like a, I, but a, it's like it's about the performance it's hard to he some of his like one of the theories of one of his jokes i can always he has this really great joke about eating organic mm-hmm. have you heard this no, one i'm actually not too and okay. i know i'm not too familiar with his stand-up this is a really good one he was like he was talking about how you know, people are like, I want to eat a chicken that was like raised in a pasture. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why do you want to take a chicken away from their beautiful life? He's like, I don't want to eat organic. I want a chicken whose life is so fucked up. By the time they go to kill it, the chicken's like, yeah, get me out of here. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> and he's like, that's the guy. That's why I don't eat organic. So he's got, and I'm paraphrasing it too, but it's a good. When he said that, I was like, damn, that's a good. There really are certain comics where they're just so good. Like, you can't. Because it's an observation where you're like, hey, we all know about freaking organic chicken. I, and then... I think the best comic at taking something mm. we've never noticed, observing it through their filter, and regurgitating it back to an who, audience who? in the most unique way is Godfrey. Who? Godfrey makes me laugh. Yes. I mean, he's amazing. He is one of the best comedians. He's so funny. He's such a good writer. He did this. He's very smart too. I mean, oh he has a very, God. very, very big book. There's times where I'm, I'll like Google stuff afterwards. My friend John, who's really, really smart, always loves watching Godfrey too because he's like. He, Godfrey did this one bit. Smart. We were doing. We were back to back headlining this club in Montreal. So I was coming in towards the middle of his set because I like to watch him. So I got there early, and. Was this when we were in Montreal? Was he? Was he there then? This was the year before you and I were. were doing, oh, okay. Okay. And. Um, he was doing this bit about watching the Discovery Channel and this bird putting together this nest. And I can't even describe the bit because he's, he's like really handsome and muscular and he's doing this imitation of this yeah. bird like chip, 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 chip. Like I can't, he's really good with impressions too, by the way, which I think really like helps with doing stand-up and like get, conveying an image yep. and stuff. But it was, I just was dying of laughter and all I was thinking of like, the rest of us would have just zoomed by we wouldn't have even thought right. it. And Godfrey sat there and watched it and observed something we all see, but only he could articulate it. Like, right. it just was so fucking genius. I think, yeah, we should get Godfrey on this show. I would love to. The guy who was before me in Kansas, the feature, he had a really good observation. So this one, I was like, I was like, did, how did I not? He, go, he was talking about how, and his name is Mike Baldwin, so to give him credit. He was talking about how you only call, he's like, animals never go past the like boy or girl phrase. Everyone's always like, good boy or good girl. No one's like, oh, this is my dog. She's a good woman, good woman. And I was like, damn. And then he does a whole act out about someone calling the dog good girl and good woman and like how like crazy good woman would be. And I was like, I say good boy to Bowie like 20 times a day. And I was like, and I've never thought how weird it would be if I started saying good man. And then I was like, See, when, when I see a good joke like that, I'm like, hats off to you. And then I don't hate. I'm like, okay, whatever you get, great, yeah, you because it. It, it lines up. You know I what I mean? I made an observation once that I was off the cuff in Phoenix just doing crowd work, and I asked this one guy, I was like, where are you from? And they're like, well, I'm an army brat. 
And then I cut them off, and I was like, what does that even mean, army brat? Like, why? how did that become the term? Like, what are you just like, wah, my dad's in the army. Like, and <laughs> it was so stupid and cheesy. That's and good. Dumb. That's funny. Yeah, and then Evan's like, I saw that, you know, I do an hour. And then Evan goes, oh, man, it's just so funny about the army brat, man. And I was like, yep. what? He's like, the army brat, that's fucking funny, man. You should, you should do that again. And I was like, I don't even remember saying it. He's right. I had to go back and listen. I was like, but it is so cheesy. But it is like that's a small. It's funny, and in the live setting, it's perfect because he said that he was an army brat first, so it was like naturally brought up. Because everyone is like, don't. But I feel like that is a joke you should do again. I think that's funny. Like you could just be like, be like my friend always says he's an army brat. So then you say my friend or something, and then it's like, what does that mean? I think that's funny because I've never how thought of that. How do describe each other's style on stage? Like. Like, um, I'm trying to... I'd say observation. I'd say you're observational and uh, gay. stories about your life. I'm pretty self-depreciating. Like self-deprecating? Obs- self-deprecating. I think you're... When I see you on stage, I think you're... Um, how would I describe you on stage? Like, your style of humor. Very good writer. Very, which is so funny because I do not think of that at all. Whenever someone says that, I'm like, what? Also, I but think you know, I'm so bad at taking a compliment. If someone says I'm a good writer, I'm like, no, most comedians are bad writers. Like, what? I'm pretty. All, I'm not bad. Like, I should, I should have a higher turnover of material. But I'm like, but a lot of comedians are just really bad. Qualifies or quantifies, whichever was the right word, as a good writer. A good writer, is someone who I writes well. A profi- a but I think fast that, writer. It, like we know mm. comics who can turn out jokes I mean you know have a whole new hour within a week but it doesn't change you being a good writer everyone just has a different right. pace I know painters right. you know some Picasso did 40,000 different styles of work but you know mm. Lucian Freud it was a slow evolution of his style Who's that? And he's a painter. Is a British painter who passed away a couple years ago, but he's a really good portrait artist. I'm kind of morbid mm. in his work, but um, mm. but it's like it doesn't it doesn't take away from what they're both creating as good things. It's just it doesn't matter. Yeah, just take the compliment. You're a good writer. I'll go on record and say this: the comedians in New York are better writers. I'll just go. On, I'll. Be, I mean, maybe there can be a lot of things I've seen about the LA comics can be. I've seen some great writers in LA too. They're all from New York originally, but or they spent time there but that is something and in boston and san francisco and chicago uh i i've seen but you know what it's not really fair because one thing i did notice in la you've got a lot more people that are like well i'm doing comedy to also act so like that's not even something they'd be going for necessarily but it depends too i'm not saying who's a better writer i will say new york you have to be probably more proficient as a writer just based off of the system so the system of open mics and how much time you're given but how much you can do you're put your it's just different circumstances like in chicago a normal open mic might be three to four minutes in new york it averages two minutes and you could do four open mics a night if you wanted to so you just become you and you're trying to get an idea convey the idea and then have a punchline and explore. Like you're doing so much within two minutes, so you actually you're just training yourself to write fast. So I think it's just a situational thing. Sometimes I, from doing that, I used to over edit so much where it'd be like there'd be a, an idea, and then I would like trim it all down, and then I'd go on stage and be like muffins. Yeah. 
and then people would be like what and i'd be like it's a one-worder it's not even a one-liner it's a one like it wouldn't even it doesn't doesn't make any sense i'm like that's how fast of a writer you have to be in new york because it's not even a one line yeah. it's a one word just you go up to you're just trying to... and that's it is it what happened well we're, i'm moving along I, you're a very tight writer i think um sometimes definitely i could be sometimes i could explore a little more on the topics I talk about. Oh, me too. Definitely. Me too. I had my new manager listen to a set when we first started working together and he was like, why do you, he was like, you say some pretty big, like statements about your, your life or where you're from or your identity. He's like, but you move on after like two lines. He's like, that's the problem with New York is that we feel we have to rush through to get to the next laugh where other places can sit and relax a little bit. And they're not like, rushing the audience. New York is sometimes too fast food. We can be a bougie French right. bistro sometimes, but we feel the need mm. to like move, 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 move. Or a, or a down, down home diner. I'd rather have my comedy be like a good diner. I want my comedy to be like a good Roman restaurant. <clears throat> Ooh. I'd want it to be a like good diner that also serves like fresh juices and alcohol and I think we just want to open delicious pancakes. I'm just hungry. That's what I know. I'm... I just had soup. I had a hot soup on a hot day. Yes. I don't know why, but I'm going to work out. I'm doing my home workouts, which are just so embarrassing. You can work out with me and my sister sometime. Mateo and I were trying to figure out how we would do some workouts. You want me to do boxing to like in video a I do not want to do cardio. So when I go to New York, I'm going to see my the boxing guy, Sergio. He's doing sessions, but... I mean, wearing a mask while boxing would definitely be tough, but um, it's it's the best, and it's so fun. He just makes it so fun. It's such good exercise. I, I think he should do it. I I just want to lift it, weights. We'll see. I think people would want to see. They get the people what they want. Want to see you hit some well, stuff. Well, once we're together, we should start. To, we can't. It's hard to. We do Patreon every week. By the way, we, if you're on our Patreon, we put the entire video of our podcast oh. and please go look and see what you think of the background from last week because i have a beautiful orange background <laughs> tyler doesn't think it does any harm mateo's not crazy about it it was custom made custom made so i five dollars of custom makery i think people like seeing our environment like it's don't mm. you think they'd rather see like what apartment like we're living in or situation oh my god a comedian said the other day she was like the only thing more depressing She's, or I forget how she said it, but she's like, she's like the the worst thing about Zoom comedy shows is she's like I never wanted to see what comedians' bedrooms look yeah. like, let alone comedians in a pandemic. Yeah. She's like I don't need to see. It. She's like I I like it when people have backgrounds because I don't need to see your guys. Well, now like, I'm proud. Now that quarters. I live, it's not just my shitty kitchen. Now that I have like a real apartment, I'm super proud of it. Like I show I, it off. Yeah, I got my pretty pillows from Target, my pretty couch, and. Are there other people in your building, or is your building empty? No, there's other people. Um, there's a shut-in That's down nice. the hallway who gets meals on wheels, and he only eats vegetarians, what the sign says. Huh. Then mm-hmm. um, there was a... Yeah, I've seen a couple people, but the people underneath me just left, and I don't think there's anybody next to me, so I've been belting oh, wow. Mariah Carey every single day. Yeah, there's empty... Like, people are leaving in this our build apartment in L.A., and it's interesting because the eviction thing is going to be up, unless they extended it and I didn't see it. But because th- for a while you couldn't get evicted if you didn't pay rent, but I am pretty sure that's getting lifted. So then evictions will be allowed again. I think they'll have to extend that, though. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, I hope I don't they know do. what they're going to do, but it is messy. It, it literally, thank God for that TBS show. I'm not kidding you. That's the only thing that's, like, kept me alive. TBS. TBS. Well, um, should we wrap it Let's up? Let's wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you guys uh, sticking. And we don't. Through, sticking through the rain. Sticking through. We don't have any shows to promote. Someone, the guy who helped me with my website, he was like, he was like, and you don't have any shows to list? And I was no, like, buddy. no. It was a pandemic. <laughs> um, I, I started, thought I had I one. I started posting but... my stand-up on my Instagram, just little by little. Yes. So if you guys want to go check that out, give it a like. It'll make me feel yes. like I, I used to have a career. Yes. And then get on TikTok. And we'll, I'm on TikTok at Emma Willman is taken. So I'm what's what? up, Emma Willman. Some... Yeah, there's a girl I that someone was helping me do the TikTok account and I was like, "Oh, I must have got it." And they're like, "No, it's definitely not you." And it's like a young girl with like, five, you know. So, it's all good. You know, that's her name too. It's her well, name you too. Should talk she, to her about she has it. That. <laughs> Excuse God me. Damn it. Your name is infringing on my name. There's some real estate agent named Emma Wilman and she sent me a message once and she's like, People, when I tell them, I stop telling people to Google me because you pop up. And she was like, but it's okay. I, you're, I think, she's like, luckily, I think you're funny, so it's okay. She's like, and then she sent me her website, but it was cute. Well, um, on that note. On that note. On that note. Thank thanks, you guys, guys for listening. We appreciate you. And go to our you. Patreon if you want to see this. Well, not yes, this one because please. we don't have internet, but it is what it is. Yes. Bye.